Hey, Purpose Claremont, let's pray, and we're going to jump into 2 Kings 9, um, just for a few minutes. Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you for your willingness to give it to us, that we might know you better, that we might know our plight, we might know that you're the remedy. So God, lead us, teach us as only you can. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Second uh, Kings chapter 9, start verse 1. Then Elisha the prophet called out of the sons, I'm sorry, called one of the sons of the prophets and said to him, Tie up your garments and take this flask of oil in your hand and go to Ramoth Gilead. When you arrive, look there for Jehu, the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshi, and go in and have him rise from among his fellows and lead him to an inner chamber. Then take the flask of oil and pour it on his head and say, Thus says the Lord, I anoint you king over Israel. Then open the door and flee. Do not linger. Verse 4, So the young man, the servant of the prophet, went to Ramoth Gilead, and when he came, behold, the commanders of the army were in council, and he said, I have a word for you, O commander. And Jehu said, To which of us all? Being that the room was filled with commanders, and he says, O commander. Jehu asked, Which one? And he said, To you, O commander. And so he arose and went into the house. And the young man poured the oil on his head, saying to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, I anoint you king over the people of the Lord over... of the. I'm sorry... I anoint you king over the people of the Lord over Israel. And then he gives him what he's supposed to do. And this is what God had spoken before, long ago, um, regarding Ahab and Jezebel, who had provoked the Lord to anger, pretty evil. Ahab, the king of Israel, Jezebel, his wife. Verse 7, And you shall strike down the house of Ahab, your master, so that I may avenge on Jezebel the blood of my servants, the prophets, and the blood of all the servants of the Lord. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and I will cut off from Ahab every male bound or free in Israel. And I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, and like the house of Abisha, the son of Ahijah. And the dog shall eat Jezebel in the territory of Jezebel, and none shall bury her. Then he opened the door and fled. Friends, I know <laughs> when we read parts like that, we just sit there and go, I thought God was loving. He is, and he's just. We've got to approach God for who he is and not try to make him who we want him to be. It's amazing. We want God to be just unless we're the ones that need to be um, that need to experience his justice. And then that's when we expect God's mercy and grace. But I challenge you, go back and just read it. The first King, I think it's first Kings 17, 18, 19 and following. You'll see Ahab and Jezebel and the evil that they did. And God actually comes back. God well, God states that they'll be punished for how it is that they murdered his servants and his prophets. And so um, this is God dealing out justice, but this isn't the part that really stood out to me the most. It's when you get to verse 11. When Jehu came out to the servants of his master, they said to him, is all well? Why did this mad fellow come to you? And that's the part that hit me. Think about it. All that this young man, it doesn't even state who it was, is this young man, this servant of Elisha, this young man that walked with Elisha, and Elisha was the prophet, all that he did was find uh, Jehu and then take him aside. And yet somehow they walked away with this understanding of this of this young man being a mad fellow. So mad like being crazy or out of his mind. And I wrote this in my notes that following God will make others see you as out of your mind at times. And followers of Jesus, it's supposed to be like that. Like We're supposed to be so about Jesus that when people look at us, they're actually at times going to go, Okay, what is with you? I mean, even though some of the things that we believe, uh, 
doesn't make sense to the world. Love your enemies, that doesn't make sense. Um, and even though we're, we're told to do that, I don't know that we're doing that all that well. Um, we need to be people that stand out, who actually truly have love for our enemies. Uh, those who hate us, we're going to love them. Those who persecute us, we're going to pray for them. Um, but to look so different that we look mad. We believe that Jesus was born of a virgin. Well, scientifically, I don't think that's ever happened in any other, in any other, or for any other, for any other person. I don't think someone's ever been born of a virgin. That just doesn't happen. But we believe it. But it's not just the things that we believe that may seem a little bit odd. It should be the way that we act and respond. It should look a little different. Um, and when I say when I look at, when I say a little different, that's in quotes. Because with this man, he was obedient to what Elisha said. Elisha had sent him because God had called him to do this. So our following of God will at times make us look crazy. It'll, it'll be so opposite of the world. I just wonder, do we really look different? Do we look all that different where the world would actually take notice? Or do we just kind of look a lot like them, but, but maybe just a little bit different in what it is that we'll do on a Sunday? And so I, I don't know, I saw this and I thought, oh God, let me be mad for you. Let me be mad for you. I want to be one of those followers of Jesus that just looks so different, willing to be obedient, willing to do whatever it is that he wants me to do, no matter what people think, because ultimately my desire is to honor and please Jesus. To live for the audience of one will, call, will cause the multitudes that, to think that I'm nuts. And, and, that it's, and it should be okay. And I want to make sure that I get there, but it's the challenge. I was like, God, may I be seen as one of those mad fellows. Um, as I'm obedient to you, but God, I I, I really believe that when when we do that, um, that we're that we're effective. And I, I I don't know. That's what I I guess that's what I really want us to go after is that we would be lovers of Jesus first and foremost, which would cause the world to take notice that we're different, which would cause some of the world some will think we're just nuts and get rid of us or can't stand us or want to get away from us or persecute us or whatever. But others will be intrigued enough to hear the story about our lives and about Jesus and ultimately that they would come to surrender to Christ as well. So just a challenge. I hope you guys are doing well. Love you all more than you know. We'll talk soon.